For the 18th of January of 2024, this is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup, reading you the news so you don't have to, and in no particular order. A potentially hazardous incident occurred at the Yuba County Registrar of Voters headquarters in California, where an envelope suspected of containing fentanyl was received. Initially believed to be from a legitimate agency, the envelope raised alarms when it was found to contain a powdery substance leading to immediate contact with law enforcement. And authorities are now set to conduct a thorough analysis to verify whether the substance is indeed fentanyl. India's budget airline, Aska Air, I think, a.k.a. ASA, has significantly bolstered its fleet in future prospects by not caring about parts of a plane flying off as they ordered more of the 737 MAX aircraft, 150 of them to be exact. Now this move does reinforce India's aviation sector in alliance with its ambitious goal to rank among the top 30 airlines worldwide by the end of the 2020s. Oklahoma Thunder Guard Josh Guinea has been cleared of charges following an investigation by the Newport Beach Police Department into allegations of an improper relationship with an underage girl. The police found no evidence of criminal activity involving Giddy. Consequently, the NBA, which had been conducting its own investigation, has temporarily suspended its inquiry pending the outcome of the police probe. Irene Childry, I hope I pronounced that right, a transgender Democrat vying for a seat in the Ohio House successfully overcame a challenge to her candidacy, which was initially questioned due to her failure to include her former name on qualifying petitions. The issue, rooted in an Ohio law mandating the disclosure of name changes and petition documents, also affected three other transgender candidates. Should Childry triumph in the Democratic primary, she is poised to potentially compete against Representative Angie King, a Republican known for sponsoring anti-LGBTQ legislation in the general election. Spielman College, a prominent historically black college and university, has received an unprecedented donation of $100 million from philanthropists Rhonda Stryker and William Johnston. This remarkable gift, the largest ever received by an HBCU, will significantly enhance the college's resources, allocating $75 million to scholarships and $25 million to upgrading student housing and academic programs. A midwife in New York has been fined $300,000 by the state's health department for administering homeopathic pellets instead of the legally required vaccinations and falsifying immunization records to claim that the children had received their necessary shots. In response, the health department invalidated these records. As part of the settlement, the midwife has already paid $150,000 and, in addition, has been permanently prohibited from accessing New York State's immunization record system, ensuring compliance and safeguarding public health. After two days of deliberation, a federal jury convicted six alleged gang members for their audacious murder of rapper FBG Duck in Chicago's Gold Coast area. This violent act was linked to an intense gang rivalry between Duck's faction of the Gangster Disciples and the O-Block set of the Black Disciples. This feud was exacerbated by aggressive drill rap diss tracks. The defendants, found guilty of participating in a criminal organization, were convicted on charges of murder in aid of racketeering and conspiracy to commit murder. The company 3M has commenced the process of dispersing payments as part of a substantial $6 billion settlement aimed at resolving numerous lawsuits concerning defective combat earplugs. This settlement, which includes over 30,000 claimants, is comprised of $5 billion in cash and $1 billion in stock, with the company planning to complete all payments by the end of January. 
Despite agreeing to the settlement, 3M maintains its stance of denying any liability for the earplugs' defects. Of course, we all that's what we all do. When, we've, when we found that we didn't do anything wrong, we're going to be paying lots of money to everybody that was affected by it. Makes sense. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chuktan, C-H-U-T-K-A-N, has ruled that her previous order in the 2020 election interference case involving Donald Trump did not explicitly restrict actions by the prosecution team led by Smith. Despite this, she has imposed a temporary ban on all parties from submitting substantial pre-trial motions without the court's approval until the case proceeds. Trump's legal team has accused the prosecutors of improper conduct for sharing evidence and filing a motion during the case's hiatus. Allegations the prosecution has countered by emphasizing their readiness for a prompt trial upon resumption. The trial, initially scheduled for March 4th, faces potential delay due to an appeals court review of Trump's assertion of immunity from prosecution. The United States has imposed sanctions on Hennessy Holdings, a United Arab Emirates-based shipping firm for transporting rude crude oil at prices exceeding the established $60 per barrel cap. The $60 price limit on Russian crude oil was a collective measure implemented in 2022 by the U.S., the EU, the Group of Seven Nations, and Australia aimed at exerting economic pressure on Russia in response to its actions in Ukraine. A notable development has emerged in the Georgia prosecution case against Donald Trump, where a hearing has been scheduled to address allegations of a romantic relationship between Prosecutor Fannie Willis and Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade. Defense attorney Ashley Merchant has raised concerns about this alleged relationship, filing a motion citing a conflict of interest and requesting the indictment to be dismissed. While Willis has defended her decision to hire Wade, she has not directly addressed the allegations of a personal relationship. Today, concrete evidence substantiating these claims has not been provided. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has expressed firm opposition to the creation of a Palestinian state and has committed to continuing the military offensive until what he terms a decisive victory over Hamas is achieved. So, this ain't going to end anytime soon, and as long as that leadership's in place, any two-state solution is just not going to happen. Scientists have made a groundbreaking discovery of the largest deep coral reef off the U.S. Atlantic coast, extending approximately 310 miles from Florida to South Carolina. This previously unknown reef was uncovered using advanced mapping technology capable of producing 3D images of the ocean floor. The revelation of this extensive deep-sea reef opens the door to the potential discovery of even larger coral structures, given that a substantial portion of the world's ocean floor is yet to be mapped. The U.S. military is set to continue its strikes against Iranian-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen, notwithstanding the rebels' persistent assaults on ships in the Red Sea. A lot of S's in that. This resolve was emphasized following the U.S.'s fifth military action in the region, which successfully targeted and destroyed two missile launcher sites in Yemen. President Biden affirmed the continuation of these strikes, acknowledging that, despite their intensity and frequency, they have not yet been successful in halting the militants' aggressive activities. In Thurston County, Washington, a judge has ruled against a motion seeking to disqualify Donald Trump from the state's presidential primary ballot. This decision ensures that Trump's name will remain on the GOP primary ballot, continuing the trend seen in other states where similar efforts to bar him have failed. And finally, the U.S. Navy has significantly overhauled its pregnancy policy, transforming it into a more strategic and career-oriented process, under the new policy, sailors who become pregnant while on sea duty now have the option to select two-year shore assignments that align with their career goals and personal needs rather than being limited to nearby shore duty openings. This change, as explained by Rear Admiral Wayne Bays, 
I guess, B-A-Z-E, they're the head of the Navy's Personnel Command, aims to assign sailors to meaningful roles that facilitate their career progression while fulfilling critical missions. Previously, the policy primarily considered medical needs and command capacity, often overlooking the sailor's skills and career trajectory. The new approach not only offers stability for the sailor, but also for the command they join and even accommodates significant relocations like moving from Norfolk, Virginia to San Diego. Additionally, sailors on shore duty who become pregnant within 13 months of a planned transfer can extend their current role or choose another critical position locally. And for the 18th of January, 2024, that has been the news for the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. It's almost Friday, everybody.